Welcome back to All Around Mine with Primark. I'm Arielle Free. And I'm George Lawton. Over the next half hour, we're going to be taking a look inside the home of a fabulous celebrity duo. And finding out what home really means to them. But first up, we need to chat, right? Because you've been having issues with your plumbing. <laughs> oh, this is what everyone wants to hear about, isn't it? Yeah, I have been having issues with my plumbing. Give the people what they want. No, do you know what? It's, it's very mm. relatable because everyone... I'm clueless when it comes... I've got a leaky tap at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And um, my fr- good friend Jack is the best plumber in London, if anyone needs a plumber, it's called <laughs> Jack. Um, but he's been helping me. You pl- What's happened? It's been a nightmare. So we've only been here for about three weeks now, and there's been a few different issues. We've had, we've had an electrical issue, but the latest thing Ooh. is a, uh, a plumbing issue. How did you solve the electrical issue? Uh, it hasn't been solved. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, we won't talk about that. Then. No, uh, but the plumbing issue, every time we use the washing machine, the sink fills up with water <laughs> to the extent that it starts to then overflow and we have to get pans and like scoop the water out and then chuck it out the window. It's just like, does it form up? Is it getting like... Yeah, yeah. It's proper like foamy, soapy water. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. Like the washing machine, like the kind of laundry conditioner. So you've been you've been renting for quite some time in your life now. Yes. What's the What's the answer? What do I do? Well, usually if you're renting, you call the landlord and they can help you. Check. It happened? No? No, no okay. response. Um, so then you call my good friend Jack. So mm-hmm. I, I sent him a voice note earlier. Do you want to know what he said? Uh, I would love to know He said, he pass said. him my number, I'll sort him out. <laughs> what a guy. There you go. Always so like I wish plumbers. I had an answer, like a, a life hack of like how to solve that problem, but he'll, he'll let you know. Um, plumbing with George and Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get to today's guest? I think it's probably wise. <laughs> well, today's episode is extremely special as we get to visit the home of not one guest, but two, a couple. Mm, yes, love is in the air. It's dancer, TikTok and Gogglebox star Tom Malone Jr. and his girlfriend, model and dancer, Bryony Briscoe. Let's go all round theirs. Hey, come in. It's Tom. And it's Bryony. Welcome to our home. Just as we come in, what? what is, is this a boiler room, would you say? I'm going to say it's a utility closet. That's just a posh word for boiler room, isn't it? As we move forward on the right, we have the main bathroom which at the moment is quite clean, to be fair. It's always clean. I'm not the only one that does this, but I like to do that little foldy thing with the toilet roll, where you make it look pretty, but it lasts for about two seconds before someone uses it, so... I feel like you are the only person that does that <laughs> in their own home. Like, it's not a hotel. We've got the master bedroom. I say that because it sounds fancy, it's just the main bedroom. We've got a lovely little mattress topper, memory foam mattress topper on the bed, because I'm a bit of a comfort king. I think I kind of stole this wardrobe when we moved in, so this is... The wardrobe in here is my wardrobe. Tom's not allowed near it. Yeah, it's just all Brownie's clothes. In here, if we keep going forward, we've got the ensuite, which at the moment's full of Brownie's hair products because she was doing her hair this morning. We have the spare room. So I'll be honest, I've got a little bit of a problem. And um, one wall, one whole wall in this room is just from ceiling to floor, just boxes of trainers. So I yeah, prob- they've got to go. They're, they're not going, they're my babies. <laughs> <laughs> they're staying. I should maybe sort through them a little bit. Also in this room, I have my gym equipment and I also have, this is going to sound a bit egotistical, I have a little shrine in one corner with all the like trophies and stuff I've won with my crew when I'm travelling around the world dancing and stuff. Now, I've also got my boxing belt I won when I was 14 when I became Northwest champion, so that's in here too. And I look, like how you're leaving out your little Harry Potter collection that you've got going on. Yeah, so I'm also a bit of a nerd, thanks for that. Brian, yeah, you also have one whole drawer in there that's just all the Harry Potter books and a bunch of Harry Potter memorabilia. So, we're now moving on to the opposite side of the hall where we have our very open plan living room. 
And kitchen area. That's where all the magic happens. Most people say that for the bedroom. We're going to say that for the kitchen. It's my magic, though, because I'm the better cook. Apart from my steaks. <laughs> cool, so in the living room area, we have a really sick lamp that's like a desk lamp, but huge and like copper. Thanks to me, I've got good taste. Yeah, that's like six foot tall. And my favourite thing probably in the whole house is I've got a record player in here as well because I love music. I love digging for like new records and stuff. And opposite that, obviously, we have my TV because it's my pride and joy. Just past the TV, we have our balcony, which is sick. It overlooks the river Irwell and can't ask for more, really. It's definitely my favourite part of the house because I can escape from Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, Love I'm, that. <laughs> I'm joking. It gets all the sun, doesn't it? That's our home. Welcome. Tom and Bryony, thanks Hi. for showing us round. Hey, you're welcome. Hi. That was a great home tour. So much to kind of like digest and debrief on. Um, I want to get, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, we need to go straight to a new do <laughs> yeah. that you're sporting. <laughs> Tell us all about it. So basically, I made the silly um, decision to let my Instagram followers vote on whether or not I should dye my hair. And was it an Instagram vote? Amazing. Yeah, and I should never have done it because they all decided <laughs> that I should look silly. So now here I am with a black beard and blonde hair. So <laughs> this is what we're sporting uh, for now. Love it. Bryony, what are uh, what are your thoughts? Are you, uh, are you hating it just as much? I was the one that did it, so it's kind of on my... <laughs> It's on me, isn't it? So I have to kind of live with that. No, but I like it. I quite like it, actually. Tom, you have to tell us about uh, your mum's response as well, because that was absolutely hilarious. I saw you put it over on Instagram. Oh, yeah, she didn't believe it. I sent her a picture. I didn't tell her I was going to do it. I just sent her a picture and I said, so what do you think? And she thought it was an app at first, but she was not happy. Not at all. Oh, bless. <laughs> it's my niece and nephew's... Um, baptism next week and she brought, she was like what are we going to do it's their baptism you can't do this <laughs> like, I've let the whole family down because I've dyed my hair so oh, it go well. would you consider dyeing it back or is it is this uh, is this it now no wrong and strong I think is the motto like if, you, if you're going to do it you've got to commit I've got respect for that I've got respect for that now um, you two you've, when did you move in together was it recently it was or, December, wasn't it? Yeah, the start December. of December. So about six. Six months ago. Yeah. Was that quite an easy thing to do? Because you only met in 2020, right? Yeah, so it was kind of like... It was one of those decisions where you just have to make it because because we've come in and out of lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, we're going to see each other or we're not. Yeah, it was like, we kind of had to do it or just not see each other again for another <laughs> three months because we weren't allowed, so... And how has it been? Because, like, I feel like lockdown, like, made or break some couples. Like, it was either brilliant, like, because like, everyone had, like you say, had to move in together and, like, make those decisions, like, quickly. Or some people just, like, just didn't work out at all. Has it been all right? Have you had to adapt to each other's, like, natural habits at home? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a bit weird it's kind of like you know when you watch like love island or big brother and stuff and you're like how are these people speaking to each other like they've known each other for years yeah Mm. it does make you kind of feel like you're a lot further along in how it makes it feel like we've been together a lot longer than we have just because we've spent so much time together but it's worked out well for us it's one of those things like you can get through living with someone especially in a pandemic where you can't go anywhere else but here you can get through anything together so yeah and how did the two of you meet so she basically stalked me (laughs) no she didn't she added me on social media a while back and we talked for a little bit yeah and then it was like just regular talking and then we went into it was like a few years since we spoke 
Yeah. We went into lockdown, didn't we? And, and then I slid into the DMs because... <laughs> yes! <laughs> love know, it! It's got to be done at some point. It's got to be done. Do you know what? It's better than a dating app, I tell you that much. <laughs> um, are you both like quite good at keeping tidy at home? Has there been, have you had that conversation yet? Because it's, it's always like a bit of a deal breaker, isn't it? If someone's messy in the relationship. Yeah, especially when you when you haven't known each other for too long. You might not have had a good understanding of to your levels of cleanliness. I feel like we are we're in quite different tiny, ways. But like, I'm more of like the cleaner. I do all like the anti-back and all the like... I'm the right. organised person. Yeah. Like, okay. Putting mm-hmm. things away and stuff. And, and I'm not like, around with bleach. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a dream, dream situation duo. then, isn't it? There's not going to be any conflict there, is there? I love it. It works until one of us gets really busy and then like things start to slip on one yeah. side. Uh. And then it's like we have to try and like, like drag it back. And uh, outside of your cleaning regimes, uh, paint us a picture of, of what sort of home life looks for you on like a on a sort of a standard lazy weekend or something. Um, it's a bit strange at the minute because it's been like lockdowns and stuff. But a lot of the time, I went through a phase where every Saturday I would clear everything. Like we've got wooden floors, so I'd clear everything out of like the living room because it's quite open plan. Set up my laptop on one side and I would Zoom my crew and I would just train. So I'd be doing like windmills and stuff in the living room floor, sliding around the floor. And like Brian, you'd been in the bedroom like playing Sims or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for baiting me out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, who's the one that gets to decide what you guys watch on the telly? Mm. Brian. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are, because there's loads of stuff I want to watch and you're like, no, no. It's always one of those where it's like, no, no. And then she's like, you choose. And then I'll choose. And she's like, no. And then <laughs> it just ends up being what Brian wants to watch. Yeah, but you always get into the programs. True, that is true. Oh, I mm. love that. See, like, my boyfriend's the same. He's like, I don't want to watch rom-com. And I'm like, it'll be really good, honestly. Like, you'll love it. And then he's like, no, no, no. And then I get my way. And then he's like, oh, this is actually really good. I'm really yeah. enjoying Kate Hudson in this film. <laughs> I got really into RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. So George has never watched it. I've not. George no. has never watched it. And he, I just feel like he's missing. I Don't you think everyone needs a bit of Drag Race in their lives? Yeah, it is hilarious. Talking so about TV shows, you've obviously decided to leave Gogglebots on. Are you missing it? In some aspects, yeah. In some aspects, I miss it. Like, during the lockdowns and stuff, I was still able to go home and watch TV with my family and stuff because it was part of the show. Mm. Um, So, obviously, I I miss that at times. I still go around there all the time. Like, now things have opened up and stuff. But, yeah, in other ways, I've got a lot more free time now. I can... I don't have to watch stuff that I wouldn't normally watch and I don't have to watch stuff like... (laughs) There's a lot of awkward stuff we have to watch with my parents as well that I'm glad I don't have to watch anymore. Like, there's some things you should never watch with your parents, so... Yeah! Yeah. Do you you treat yourself to a nice tray of, I don't know, fondant fancies and and eclairs when you watch the telly as well? Yeah, so through through the lockdowns, I've actually had to be really strict, so I'm, like, trying to eat well, because if not, like, you've seen what my mum normally puts out in front of us when we're watching TV. If oh, I was, like, the selection. Unbelievable. I would be so big. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, I'd literally be huge. <laughs> One of my, my favourite ever moments on Gogglebox is when I think it was Dave got really excited and jumped up onto all of the cakes, and they just went absolutely everywhere. Yeah, that's happened a Standard. few times. That's just Dave. That's him every day. It's a problem child. <laughs> Um, are you? Would you say you're a couple that um, works out together? Do you dance around the house together? We do a bit of yoga together. Um, We've done yoga together a couple of times, yeah. And we do sometimes go to the gym together, but we don't really train together. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a Do you have a sort of gym set up in the in the house? So in the the spare room during the first lockdown, I got myself like a bench and some weights and stuff, so I could still stay fit. And they're in the spare room, but I, I don't get it out that often at the minute, just because. 
I find it easier to go to the gym and be in my own, like knowing that at home is to relax and at the gym is where I can go hard. Like, I find it easier to separate the two. Yeah, yeah. But if we did have to go to another lockdown, I do have a bunch of gym stuff in the spare room that I can whip out and start sticking up the place with. <laughs> and we've already learned that your living room becomes the dance floor when you're training for them for your dance troupe. Mm-hmm. You um you said you've got a shrine of all your achievements. <laughs> now I feel like I'm gonna say two things here. I feel like one, very active and and like loads like do lots of competition, but two, also a collector. You collect a lot of things. Yeah, I feel like I've got a little bit of like an obsessive personality like, <laughs> if there's something I like like I need it all like, I need, even when it's like learning stuff that I'm interested in like I'll watch a true story film and stuff and then afterwards I'm sat there googling it for like the next two days oh, yeah. 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 there was one day we was meant to go to the supermarket and I had to like physically get him off the sofa because he wouldn't stop reading about him with the ape like once he's in there that's really? it really <laughs> yeah. I love that to be fair if your obsessive personality just manifests itself as reading about Henry VIII then I think you can count that as a win <laughs> yeah <laughs> educational I love it I am, I am a massive nerd as well like Bryony mentioned in the in the tour like I have yeah. a whole drawer in there that's just Harry Potter like memorabilia like I've got oh. little hobby statues and everything got socks, I've got you've got a onesie all the bun- yeah socks onesie a goblet there was one year for Christmas Sean my brother actually got me a new set of the full Harry Potter books because all the original ones that I had like the spines were falling off and there was like pages that were just like stuck back in because they'd fell out I'd read oh, them wow. all so many times have you done the tour? <laughs> no that's the one thing I've not done and it's because I have to go with someone that cares about Harry Potter as much as I do because if you don't you're like you're just not going to appreciate it the right way then, then, how many pairs of trainers do you think you've got? Do you I've know? got over 150 pairs <gasps> no you don't yeah <laughs> Do you ever see, is there going to be any room left for you, Bryony, in the house? I'm just going to move out at this point. <laughs> Do you collect anything? Um, eyelashes, I find them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really collect things. Like, you might as well actually ask me to bring back like real seasoning plants so that she can just keep growing it yeah, and then well, it's dead within a week. Come on, we went away, oh. we went to London. So when we came back, they were alive. We went to London one time. How long was the trip to London? About, no. We went down that one day, we came back up and then we went down the day after. So I think I was in between that time. What, in two in days? Two I don't think that's why you plants dying. So I think they got butterfly by like the wind and the rain. So you're currently houseplantless or do you just keep investing in sort of new houseplants every couple of weeks? I've got yeah. a little one that's still going. Yeah, you've got the, what are they called? The succubus. Succulent. Mm. Succulent, that's it. They're quite they're quite foolproof succulents, actually. I, I killed one this week. I killed two. <laughs> Guys, this is not acceptable. Okay, here I'm gonna say all you need to get is a water spray yeah. and water them once a week. That's literally any plant can survive on that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a wee garden outside? We have we've got the balcony, but then yeah. like we've got like a couple of the dead at the moment dead plants out there <laughs> and th- this is going to be a running trend in it and then cause of death yeah. <laughs> Brighton. Brighton. <laughs> yeah so we've got like the balcony and then we do have like a little a mezzanine thing downstairs where people can go out it's like a little communal it's garden oh. it's like it's nice because it's on the the side of the river as well so yeah it sounds stunning yeah it does sound lovely yeah in the summer like we have what is it called? The spiral thing. You know? It's uh, like an incense that keeps flies and citronella. stuff. Citronella. Citronella, that's it. So if we're sitting out there late because the flies and stuff see light inside and try and come in, like uh, we have to. It's because we're but, right on the river, so like all the like 
fun skeeters or whatever they're called. Yeah. They all come up because it gets really warm and like humid. As long as you like the incense stuff, they'll stay away, yeah. so it's fine. And it actually smells quite nice as well. Now, I do want to talk about your um, glass jar that I've heard about, because this is really cute, a a way for you to sort of collect all of these different memories. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I actually stole the idea from my brother and his wife. So (laughs) so I'm not going to take full credit. They have like a jar that's got all corks in it of special occasions that when they've popped like a bottle of like champagne or Prosecco or something for special occasions, and then they've got one in it that's got a ribbon around it, which is from when he proposed and stuff like that. Oh. So we basically kind of hijacked that idea. So we've got one and it's just a bunch of different achievements that we've had and like within our careers or as a couple and stuff. And they're all in there mm. as well as a bunch of Polaroid pictures that we took on the same sort of occasions. Oh, I love that. That is so lovely. I feel like I need to start one, although I think if I started it, uh, the corks in there would just be sort of... The Lambrini. cork that I... <laughs> <laughs> Bottle caps. <laughs> like, watch Harry Potter again. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk fashion. Uh, I feel like both of you are quite into your fashion. Mm. Um, is yeah. there ever any, like, moments where you accidentally coordinate? All the time. Yeah. Really? really? I think we've got a lot of matching trainers and stuff. So if I go to wear them, and Tom's like, oh, well, I was going to wear them. So I'm like, well, I'm going to wear them. <laughs> There's times where I'm, like, trying to decide between two pairs of trainers that are both just, like, all white. And Brian doesn't get it, and it's like it's a different. Issue. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't really get it. There's a couple of times we've coordinated on purpose because like we go into like get content and stuff for social media or whatever. But then there's a lot of times we do it by accident. We do it the day we both wearing baby blue bags. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And uh, Brianie, do you ever steal any of Tom's clothes and uh, and just wear them better? <laughs> um, I don't think he's got any of his own clothes left, to be honest. <laughs> no, you've not got any of your own clothes left. You really wear mine. Um, you, what I was going to ask you, you said you've got a massive mirror, have you? For your, um, like, have you got a certain room that you get changed in, or like, or like, it has all your wardrobe um, stuff? With you? Is that the same room that you've got your trainers in? No, so the trainers are in our spare bedroom. Okay. And then the main bedroom is where we've got the the standing mirror. Is that uh-huh. the same way that Brownie was obsessed with the lamp? I really wanted like a massive mirror. Just so that there's something I've got there to check how I look before I go out and stuff. Because growing up, I never really had that life. I wanted to see how I looked. The only room I had growing up was like in my mum and dad's bedroom. They had on the wardrobe, they had mirrored uh, doors. And then when I was living in London, I never really had a full. And like everywhere I've lived, I've never had a full mirror to see how I actually look. So then some days you'll feel like you look good and then you go out and catch a reflection and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I need to have it. So I finally got one and we moved in here. Do the two of you have any particular fashion inspirations at all or do you just do your own thing? A lot of what I wear is just a product of, like, comfort. <laughs> like, yeah. A, a yeah. lot of it is just to do with, like, because of, like, my dance stuff as well. Like, a lot of times I'll put on a pair of jeans or something and I'll be like, but can I move in them? Like, am I restricted at all? Like that always factors into whether or not I'll buy a pair of jeans. There's a lot of stuff like that. And then I think it's also very, it's not inspired by, but it's also a product of the fact that I'm around hip hop and stuff so much. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of that factors into the way I dress as well. Do you feel like you made more of an effort when the two of you just moved in together? Um, No, not really. I think I get it from my granddad. Like I've always kind of took a lot of pride in my appearance. My granddad used to shave like, three times a day just because he didn't want to look like 
scruffy. Like he was really oh. wow. Even, even when he was in hospital towards the end, like the nurses would come and do it for him just because he was like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks to the nurses, they're absolute like credit to the NHS and stuff. But oh, bless. Yeah, them. like he used to have three shaves a day just because he wanted to always look presentable. And I, I don't know. I guess I kind of I'm the same. I never want to be like someone to catch me and be like oh hi like someone from years ago and be like oh, you're scruffy now don't you like I never want to be caught in that position so I try and make sure I look alright and uh, Bryony what about yourself do you have any particular fashion inspirations um, not really I think sometimes I get like ideas from being on like shoots and stuff and working with like different stylists I think oh that looks good that looks good but I think out the two I say Tom's more fashionable to be honest who oh, <laughs> takes longer in the morning to get ready Bryony <laughs> Hey. <laughs> it's a three-hour job. Oh, three hours. oh, it's the eyelashes, babe. It takes so long. Yeah. They've got to be precise, like perfect. It's the eyelashes and trying to decide which of my clothes I'm not allowed to wear that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, can we ask? You know, you you've got a massive trainer collection. Do you have a favorite pair, or can you not make that decision? Ooh, at the minute, it's the latest pair I've got, which are the Jordan Four White Oreos. I'd say they're my favorite at the moment. And um, Bryony, do you have any plans to try and resolve this trainer addiction, or are you just <laughs> are you just happy that Tom's enjoying himself? As long as I get a pen on again, I'm not too bothered. <laughs> it's just the space, isn't it? Like, yeah, like we were considering getting like, you know, um, like storage places where you can just put your stuff oh, and pay wow. to like, the room. Just planning on getting yeah. one just to put the shoes in. No way. Yeah. Would you not yeah. just sell them on? No, because they're, they're mine. <laughs> do, you, do you see them as an investment or or something that is just yours and will forever be yours? Uh, forever be mine. I know a lot of people that collect trainers because they know they go up in value if they're collectors. Like A lot of Jordans are collectors and they know they'll be worth a lot in a few years. But for me, I'm like, like I buy trainers to wear them. Like, yeah. If I wasn't yeah. going to wear them, I wouldn't buy them. I get that it's an yeah, investment, yeah. but I think I'd, I'd rather actually enjoy them rather than have something always there, sat pretty, but never actually enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you make sure, though, that you don't just get like a pair of trainers that gets forgotten about at the bottom of the pile that you never see and never wear? Well, this is a thing. It happens and you don't wear a pair for like a, a few months or even a couple of years sometimes. And then you'll be sorting stuff out and you'll pull it out when you're tidying something and see them. And then you're like rediscovering them again and then you can start wearing them for like the next few weeks with like a bunch of new outfits that you didn't realise you could wear them with. And it kind of, it's like having a new pair of trainers again. Like Yeah, I love that. I like that when you like stumble on, you're like, I forgot about these. <laughs> yeah. And then that's and then, it, you become obsessed with them for like that in the next few months. And it's you? at that point you think, maybe I own too much stuff. <laughs> no, I'm quite good with like giving stuff away or like putting that stuff up on eBay or Depop. We've had this discussion. We have, we have. I'm quite yeah. like, and also not like buying too much. I'm like, I'm quite now conscious of like, like fast fashion and whatnot and like trying yeah. to like just yeah. make sure like I have an item and I wear it and I like show it love for a mm. long time. Yeah, um, I recently started to to try and give my old clothes to like charities and stuff because I realised yeah. I've got too too much clothes. So well too many clothes. Too much clothes is really bad grammar. I've got too many clothes. <laughs> so I, I was like I should just give some to like charity shops and stuff because I'm not going to wear them. It's quite handy having a younger sibling for that. I always like um, give everything to my little sister. She loves it. Makeup, clothes, the lot, trainers. Yeah. She loves it. My younger brother's bigger than me now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he, 
he's, well, he's not taller than me. He's shorter than me, but he's like, he wears bigger sizes than me. Bigger sizes, yeah. Yeah. He's a dad now, so he's, yeah, I can't get away with just giving him stuff because he's like, I'm a dad, I can't wear this. <laughs> and, and we, like, we dress very different, me and Sean. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. And um, Bryony, I've seen on your Insta that you're a keen pianist. Are you going to get a wee piano at home or like, is the trainers taking up that space? <laughs> I would like to eventually get um, a keyboard. Yeah. I don't think a piano is going to fit in here. But, yeah. <laughs> a a baby grand in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice, but do you keep up the piano playing? Like, is it hard to keep it up? It's hard at the moment with like obviously not having one. If I had mm. one, I definitely would because I think you know why let a talent go to waste. Mm. But I don't even have my guitar here. I don't know why I haven't brought my guitar here. <gasps> oh, you need that. I mean, that's yeah. perfect for parties. You get people around, <laughs> get the guitar out. Yeah, on that bit balcony. Of yeah. <laughs> it's always Wonderwall. It's always, it's gotta always be. It's gotta Wonderwall be. classic. Um, yeah, you could be like the entertainment whilst like you have a cocktail party on the balcony. Well, yeah, but then I don't get to enjoy myself and have fun. I don't know what sort of pianist today. Maybe I could one-man band. She actually plays uh, four instruments. Wow. No. Yeah. What's the fourth? Ukulele. Oh, yeah. Let's say that again. So she plays um, piano, guitar, which I'm fine with having a piano or a guitar in the house. That's fine because mm-hmm. she can teach yeah. me. A, I'd love to learn an instrument. She also plays drums. Oh, wow. Which, to be fair, I'd, I'd like to learn drums as well, too. But we've loud. just got nowhere to put them. Um, yeah. And ukulele. A ukulele. <laughs> love it. Mm. I've always wanted a ukulele. I can't play any instrument. I'm rubbish. Can you? Can you? I yeah. I mean, I've I, I used to play piano and guitar, and I've, a bit of ukulele, but not oh. not uh, not much. Really badly, really poorly. Really? Like to the extent that I can basically just do chords now, and that's about it. <laughs> I played it. the recorder mm. at primary school. That was it. <gasps> Me yes. too. And I was yeah. rubbish at that. Yeah, I can still play London's Burning on it. Oh, yeah, Fred Rajaka. Fred Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just those three standards. <laughs> um, obviously, things are like opening up, and like people are being able to travel again. Um, do you guys have like any mementos from like your travels from time gone by? Like, mm. are you a fridge magnet collector? And you know, you collect everything else. <laughs> I say I was not a collector, but I actually am. So every time I go away, or every time my sister goes away, I get a shot glass from that place. Oh, oh, good. Good. oh. Shot glasses. oh I so, love that idea. I'm a Shot glass collector. <laughs> Your place literally is sounding more and more like a perfect party pad, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> and we've not had a party yet. <laughs> not been able to. Well, true. But that first party that you have has got to be a seriously impressive one. I feel like you should pull out all the stops. <laughs> She's got how yeah. many shot glasses do you reckon you've got then? Um, I'm not got that many, to be fair, because I only started it a few years ago. I think I've got about five, six. Right, okay, mm-hmm. we like this. We can yeah. add to that collection. Anyone that's a particular, like, excellent shot glass that you like, you have a favorite of? Um, my St. Kitts one, so it's where my mum's from. Yeah, oh, I love that. Mm. Yeah. And when you are working abroad, do you, do you take anything with you out there to remind you of home at all? The only thing really that comes with me everywhere I go is my granddad's wedding ring, just because I wear it every day. So, Aww. like, that's always like my little touch of home. Um, other than that no not not really I always take a speaker so I can always play music wherever I am yeah yeah me too that's, always wise yeah that's always vital well talking about music you're in Soul Mavericks that's yep. true um tell us about that like the, the group and the guys you perform with and like where you perform so 
It's actually, I started dancing when I was six, but I didn't start breaking until I was about 14, 15. Right. And it was a guy called Gavin who kind of took me under his wing and was training me along further along down the line. A guy called Lee started helping me as well. And Lee and Gavin were both in Soul Mavericks. Right. Mm. Soul Mavericks was established in 2005 and for a long time has been like considered the top in the UK. <gasps> wow. Amazing. Yeah, so they, they sort of trained me. And then when I eventually moved to London, I ended up joining the crew. And then, yeah, because of our reputation, we got invited to a lot of stuff. Like when there's events in Europe and stuff, they'll have like a top eight invited crews and then eight people will qualify. So we, for a long time, have been like one of the crews that's like the representative of the UK. Like there's other crews that are coming up now as well that are competing a lot internationally but for a long time it was just Mavericks so that's why we we travel a lot competing and like we performed at like the proms at the Royal Albert Hall because they they had a whole night where they had a whole orchestra playing like like the breaks and stuff and funk records and we were on stage breaking wow. too. It's like, yeah. It's that sick. is incredible. Is that, would you say that's one of your highlights of performing with the trip? Um, yeah, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Also, with the first time I won, like as a, as a crew, we won a world uh, championship when I was in the crew. That was also like, <laughs> a big one because I'd seen like Gavin and Lee doing it over the years and I was always like that's what I want to be doing and then yeah that first one with the crew was like okay cool like I'm I'm hit (laughs) and then you guys won yeah in Belgium (gasps) wow love it and you keep all your awards in a little shrine in a corner (laughs) yeah I actually don't have that one I think Lee has that one (laughs) I think because like (laughs) it's like one trophy and there's like so many of us so I think there's about eight of us nine of us would you say um, hip hop music is like your favorite genre of music to listen to oh uh, so i'm i'm weird when it comes to music like i love pretty much anything but then depending on my mood depends on what i listen to but like as long as it's good music regardless of the genre like i can appreciate it do you have similar music tastes yeah we do actually yeah, yeah. apart from classical that makes yeah. it easy for the party playlist then when you have your yeah. cocktail party in the balcony <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel like it was one of the things that made us like when we first started speaking i feel like it's i'd never met someone before that had like such a vast like love of music as I do and appreciate oh. the same types of music that I do so love like that. yeah that was I've got a degree in it so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you should know I love that I feel like you two need to create some Spotify playlists that you can share with us because I would definitely listen to those yeah we did like the first few weeks of us talking I made God made some playlists didn't we oh yeah. I love that Brownie has a playlist of all the music that I was playing on like FaceTime and stuff for like the first few months that we were talking oh. because when we were talking during lockdown, like we'd be talking with music on in the background and she'd be like, what is this? And then like I'd tell her, Yay. it's all going to play this that she still has. Oh, oh, I love that. That's very romantic. <laughs> See, you do collect, collector of music. <laughs> uh, so there's one question we always ask all our guests on this podcast and that is, what does home mean to you? So I put it to you both. Oh, that's a good one. It's just somewhere like where we can be ourselves, isn't it? And just relax and do what we enjoy. Mm. Yeah, I feel like... Well, home is somewhere where like, you make memories... Yeah. For us, definitely. Yeah, I feel like it's somewhere where you can build and like be comfortable and make memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, of course, somewhere that you have 150 pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Home is where your trainers are. Home is where your trainers are. Oh, well, Brian and Tom, thank you so much for letting us come over. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Loved it. Love getting to be... Uh, basically, we're just nosy. Yeah, yeah. super nosy. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all it is. But uh, what's coming up next for uh, you guys? Where can everyone keep updated on all of your ventures in the future? Uh, so we've got quite a lot of stuff coming up. The best place to keep updated on the stuff we do is probably our social media, yeah. our Instagrams and stuff. 
Instagrams are definitely. What are they? Go on, plug. <laughs> so mine is um, at Tom Malone Jr. with no underscores or anything like that. Just Tom Malone Jr. Plain and simple. Straight up. And mine's just at Bryony Briscoe. Just plain hey. and simple. There we Love go. It. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank Thanks. you, guys. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. We'll catch you next week on All Round Mine as we are heading over to the home of songwriting sensation, the creative mastermind behind five UK number one hits and 19 top 10 hits. And on Remember Little Mix 2, it's the fabulous Camille. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts.